This is part one in a series we've dubbed the Life Series. Amazing principles will be uncovered and mysteries of great truths revealed. Principles and truths that will open the doors to heaven on earth, as declared in Deuteronomy 11.21, that your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. Real life begins at born again. And Jesus said in John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Have you been born a second time? Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. If Christ is not the center of your universe, are you ready to choose life and live? Click on the Further with Jesus for immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, John 17-17, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. God said, 1 John 1-5, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God said, 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. God said, Hebrews 10, 31, It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. God said, Hebrews 12, 28 and 29, Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. God said, Romans eleven twenty two. Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fail severity, but toward thee, goodness, if thou continue in his goodness, otherwise thou also shalt be cut off. Man said, if there is a God, he is a smiley-faced bumper sticker, and if my good outweighs my bad, I'll go to heaven. Now the record. Who is God? Can we know him? The Bible declares that his ways are past finding out, but the same scriptures also declare much of his nature, especially those attributes that are pertinent to our interaction with him. Making peace with the Creator and pleasing this living God is priority number one. Please be advised that this short feature is only a sampling of scriptures that define the nature of God. Nevertheless, these scriptures are foundational to one's knowledge of God and to one's successful interaction excuse me, with the God of all. Number one, God is the creator, the designer, the engineer and maker of all things that exist, whether they are spiritual or physical. Lining up with God's owner's manual, the Holy Bible, and its various dictums will deliver optimal life. That truth should be obvious, but unfortunately, few fully believe this principle. Even fewer actually pursue it. Number two, God is truth. Psalms 19 verses 9 and 10, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Psalms 31.5 Into thine hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. Isaiah 65.16 That he who blesseth himself in the earth shall bless himself in the God of truth. And he that sweareth in the earth shall swear by the God of truth. 
God is truth. Noah Webster's 1828 American Dictionary of the English Language defines truth, conformity to fact or reality, exact accordance with that which is or has been or shall be. Webster's primary example of the use of the word truth is Jesus' statement to God concerning his disciples in John 17, 17, sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. One emailer to God Said, Man Said claimed that God was the God of tolerance. That statement was 180 degrees out from reality. God is truth, and the nature of truth has zero tolerance. Two plus two equals four, and 3.9 just won't do, no matter how reasonably it's presented. Truth is absolute. The world is filled with opinions. Men accommodate one another by respecting each other's opinions. But truth, on the other hand, knows no opinion. Opinion is what you have when you lack truth. God does not respect our opinions. Truth is absolute, and God's word is truth, and God is his word. John chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. God is not the God of tolerance. Jesus Christ said in John fourteen six, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Does that sound like tolerance to you? Number three, God is light. God is the illuminator of all that pertains to man, both spiritually and physically, and the interaction between the two is dazzling. The science pouring in on this amazing reality is truly astounding, as it fully supports the veracity of the Word of God. For more information on this concept, click on to Language of Light, Life Light, Death Light, The Eye is the Light of the Body, the light of the world. Jesus Christ is the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Prior to salvation, man sits in darkness. Matthew chapter 4, verse 16. The people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung up. The Bible declares that God's word is a lamp unto my feet. Psalms 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Second Samuel twenty two twenty nine. For thou art my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. The word of God will literally lighten my darkness. God is light, and he fills all aspects of this present and future eternal existence. The day one is born again, the journey in light begins and grows day by day until we see Christ Jesus face to face. The Word of God teaches that we will be as He is, and by the way, He outshines the sun. I like to think of this journey as Route 7 North Obedience. Every day, the faithful log 20 miles on Route 7 North Obedience with the final destination of eternal life. Every day, we travel closer to the light source, therefore our path and countenance grow brighter. Thus, Proverbs 4.18, But the path of the just is as the shining light, that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. God is light in every conceivable way. Number four, God is love. God's love is not to be confused with the popular concept of unconditional love, which will be explained as we proceed. God's love is ultimately demonstrated in Jesus Christ. This is gloriously depicted in John 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. There are conditions to this love. 
In order to enter God's love, one must believe. John 3, 17 uh, and verse 18. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. This love is conditional. God's love is embodied in the blood of his only begotten Son, and it is conditional. 1 John chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanseth us from all sin. Note that the cleansing stream of Christ's blood is hooked directly to if... God's love is conditional. God's love is demonstrated in Jesus Christ, who makes intercession for the born again on a daily basis. 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. This love is conditional as depicted in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his, and let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. God's love is demonstrated in the promise of eternal life that comes through Christ Jesus. This promise is certainly conditional. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, excuse me, uh, verses 12 and 13, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Number five, God is the God of fierce judgment. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 31, It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 28 and 29, Wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. Romans eleven twenty two. Behold therefore the goodness and severity of God on them which fell severity, but toward thee goodness, if thou continue in his goodness, otherwise thou also shalt be cut off. Do fearful thing, consuming fire, and goodness and severity sound like a smiley face bumper sticker God? Number six, God requires true fidelity. All of this world's problems, sin, death, sickness, etc., are a result of embracing the second voice in the Garden of Eden. The first voice was the voice of God, the Creator, the voice of truth, light, love, and judgment. The second voice was Satan's. He spoke to Eve and challenged the first voice. Eve, in an act of unbelief and disobedience, ate of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. She also offered it to Adam, and he followed her lead. That very day, the gates of death swung open wide. They were cast out of paradise. Cherubims were stationed with a flaming sword to keep Adam and Eve from regaining access to the tree of life. God has zero tolerance for the second voice, which is any of Satan's voices that contradict the word of God, and that is simply because God is truth. Two plus two is four, and 3.9 just won't do. 
Conversely, the way back to God is through two cherubims that hover over the mercy seat, which is on top of the Ark of the Covenant and dwells in the Holy of Holies. This, of course, was the shadow of the Christ to come. Note that the way back to interaction and pure harmony with God to a time likened to the days of heaven upon earth is 180 degrees apart from the way out. Eve, through an act of unbelief and disobedience, lost immortality, paradise, and access to the tree of life, which was blocked by God's cherubims. Eve embraced the second voice, Satan's, the voice of unbelief and rebellion. The born-again, on the other hand, through an act of faith, belief, and obedient repentance, find God's cherubims, but this time they open the doors of immortality and the days of heaven upon the earth, the place of the very first voice. This is the place where God dwells. I must know God if I desire to have life and have it more abundantly. God said, recapping Life Series Part 1, who is God? 1. God is the Creator. 2. God is Truth. 3. God is light. 4. God is love. 5. God is the God of fierce judgment. 6. God requires true fidelity. Man said, if there is a God, he is a smiley-faced bumper sticker, and if my good outweighs my bad, I'll go to heaven. Now you have the record.